All right, well, we're doing it. My name's Allison Voidovich. I am Allie Toons. Welcome back to All Is On with the Allisons. Allie Toons is definitely more the research type. I'm not an idiot, but she definitely prepared way more for this episode than me, so. <laughs> but the point of the podcast is that our name is the same. Hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> Hello. Yes. Tell us through whatever medium you are listening to us on. How are we you? We can doing? hear you. Speak up. We can we hear you. Yell in your hear- car. Yes. Look at the car next to you and, and give them a nice wave. Unless they're being a dick, then flip them off. And then when they look at you weird, be like, a podcast told me to do it. <laughs> and then tell us about your experience because we yes. want to know. <laughs> I do. I do want to know. Um, oh, goodness. Something just fell. Sorry. I don't know what that was. That's okay. I'm not cutting that because that is realistic, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Allie, your podcast mic sounds great. Thank you. Uh, I got a new microphone, Curtis, of you telling me I need to get a new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably introduce ourselves on our nice microphones. The nice microphone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Allie Toombs, for the record. I am Allison Voidovich, and this is All Is On with the Allisons. Wow, Allie Toombs just took a swig of a giant coffee mug. <laughs> Sorry, look, you can't see it because it's not um. <laughs> It, it, this is a podcast but uh, it's a zuko mug from oh avatar last airbender and when it's hot the fire oh my goodness that's <laughs> so funny it's so great and it matches I, for those of you that don't know i have a cat named zuko so yes and i turned my video off for ally to understand because my wi-fi is just making sure we're not not fucking up the show for you guys today. That's fine. Yeah, uh, this is our th- third time trying to record this episode because <laughs> we've had a lot of technical difficulties. Hashtag Rona. <laughs> Which honestly, doing the show three times, to- this episode three times, kind of feels like the thing we're talking about today. Like, no, we we it, do it. it it's a little does. different every time. Every single time. Yeah. No. And I'm like, I don't know what's better. Like the jokes I did in the first the first time we tried aren't gonna land now and that's fine (laughs) like whatever (laughs) but uh this week for those of you that didn't read the podcast title on whichever medium you're listening to us on uh we're talking about the mandela effect the yes the mandela effect Mm -hmm. i'm excited about this one yes um it's kind of like i i guess we could call it a kind of pseudo conspiracy thing it's kind of like a you know, just kind of like a weird thing that happens, kind of like a um, deja vu, yeah. or like a glitch in the matrix type thing. Yeah. So for those of you who are new to the show, um, Ali does most of the research and I come on and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. um, with this particular theory, yeah, like what I would, from what I understood about it um, originally, like, and I truly still haven't even looked at the notes very much, but um, was that it kind of seems like a, a collective deja vu, like, yeah, in a sense, like it's, it's certain things that in my opinion, this is my definition. It's like things that we misremember collectively. And I don't know if the collectively part is right, but <laughs> things yeah. that like group of groups of people seem to misremember. Yeah. That's a pretty good, 
uh, definition. As always, I'll kind of reference the stuff that I got my information from. And once we get a kind of place to put all this stuff, I'll, I'll link to it. But um, essentially what the Mandela, M-A-N-D-E-L-A, as in Nelson Mandela, which I will get into, um, essentially what the Mandela effect is, is false, like false memories, but essentially remembering something incorrectly so strongly you believe it to be fact. So when you close your eyes and you look into your mind's eye and you go, okay, I remember that you distinctly remember like pictures and how you felt and everything as if it was real, even though it actually didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she, Ali keeps like saying Mandela super clearly because I thought it was the Mandala effect, which is a perfect example of the very thing we're talking about. I know. And I was like, I have to say it very clearly because she said that and I keep screwing it up. <laughs> so I was like, oh crap. Um, yeah. You know, I realized, I think I had like a personal Mandela effect yesterday. Oh yeah. Like, tell me. I was driving, which like we're in Corona season when we're recording this, uh, coronavirus 2020, but, um, uh, and I hadn't like driven in a while and I looked at my dashboard on my car, my fancy 2018 car. And, um, I was like so confused for like two minutes because I thought that I had a little digital clock, like in, in front of my, um, my steering wheel that told me like digitally how many miles per hour I was going. And oh. I was like, so I was like, what the fuck? Where did this go? Like, I truly thought that I had that the whole time. And I was like messing around with my car. And I realized like, I think it was actually like, it only happens when I have my cruise control on. And I was just thinking that it was oh. always on. So yeah, that was a little one where I was like, oh, dang. Like, I thought that that was just there all the time. <laughs> I was thinking maybe like you got confused because like maybe your dad's truck had it, which I don't, or like, I don't know. Do you ever yeah, drive? My, my boyfriend's assuming... car has it. Uh, yeah. And I had driven his car the day, the day before. So then I was like, oh, maybe that's what I'm remembering. But it really felt like my car also had that feature. And I was mad that it like had that feature taken away. Like, I, got, I was like, who took this feature off of my car? <laughs> I had a setting where like it would tell me how fast I was going, just like you have the speedometer. And then one day, I swear to God, Allison, mm -hmm. it went to kilometers per hour. I don't know how, what? but like I couldn't use it anymore. Cause I was like, I don't know what 60 kilometers an hour is, which I think is pretty fast. It probably wasn't going that fast, but I was like, <laughs> fuck. So I did like turn it off to like two years later, one day magically it went back to miles per hour. And now I don't have that car anymore, but that's so weird. It's, it was so weird, which I don't think that's necessarily a Mandela effect as much as it is just me not understanding how vehicles work. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Not very apt when it comes to that stuff. But um, the uh, inspiration for this episode came from, uh, I listened to a lot of different podcasts and I got the, I, I heard it first from, uh, and that's why we drink episode 162. Uh, where M talks about the Mandela effect. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I'm sure a lot of our information is the same, but I just wanted to kind of let you know where I got the idea from. And then randomly it was brought up in a conversation um, with like some person that I hadn't talked to very much. They were like, oh yeah, I distinctly remember, which I'll get into in our examples, that uh, Sinbad was in a movie called Kazam, I believe, or Shazam. I don't remember. Shazam um, is the superhero, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, Sin he was like, yeah, the Mandela effect. I distinctly remember that Sinbad starred in a movie called Shazam, um, which in actuality, Shaq, <laughs> the basketball player, was in a movie called Kazam in the 90s where he what? played a genie. 
So, and the idea is that Sinbad played a genie in a movie called Shazam. And a lot of people distinctly remember it happening, but it didn't. Like, there's no movie called Shazam with Sinbad. There's a movie called Kazam with Shaq. That's so weird. But yeah. What a niche one. That's funny. Well, it's, it's one of the most famous ones because people, there's so many people that are like, yeah, Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam, which is crazy. And there was a, I think in 2019... There was a Shazam release, which is a superhero movie. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. watch a lot of movies. It's a, it's Sorry. A, it's like a Marvel, or wait, maybe it's DC. I think it I might be know. DC. Yeah, I think it's DC. I don't think it's Marvel. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, people are yelling at their. Um, I know, they're crashing their cars right now. They're Sorry. like, how dare you not know this? And I'm like, Sorry, fam. Like, it's yeah. a miracle. I've seen three Marvel movies. <laughs> and that's primarily because I was like, oh, it's a Disneyland ride. I should watch the movie before I go. Oh my goodness. No, my boyfriend's parents asked me yesterday, like, what movies have made me cry? And I straight up couldn't think of one for, like, a long time. I was like, musicals make me cry. (laughs) Les Mis? Did Les Mis make you cry? Um, Les Mis made me cry. It definitely pulled at the heartstrings. I would say uh, the one that makes me cry, which I actually still have never seen the stage production of, um, but uh, the last five years. No. That that soundtrack that one. makes me cry. It's about a couple's relationship that like is a five year long relationship, and it starts with her timeline going backwards and his going like forwards normally. So like they start the play after he first sees her, and she's like saying goodbye to him for the last time. Wow! And and then like the timeline that sounds go. very upsetting. It's so sad, and like the um the the only time their timelines cross is the proposal slash wedding scene and it's like one of the most beautiful songs about love ever and then like it's just more heartbreaking because you're like no they're gonna break up uh, that's so sad yeah yeah so Um, that makes me cry for those of you that are wondering for this tangent the last movie i cried in was onward (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was very sad and it was incredible um but That's the last thing I cried at was last night when I watched the Disney sing-along part two. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I cried last night and I don't know why. Like I straight up just started crying. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, John Legend and Jennifer Hudson sang Beauty and the Beast and I ugly sobbed. I beautiful. just got chills. That's amazing. It wasn't, dude, you got to watch it. it was so anyway, watch the Disney sing-alongs because they're amazing. Anyway, back to the Mandela effect. So yes. <laughs> um, the... Coin, the term was coined, excuse me, uh, in 2010 by paranormal researcher Fiona Broom, B-R-O-O-M-E. I don't that's know probably why on. people discredit it so much, is a paranormal researcher. <laughs> Which, um, paranormal researcher is what I will do eventually someday in my career, um, oh, yeah. but not at this moment in time. <laughs> but it was developed in 2010 because she, I don't know if she was at a conference or what exactly happened, but she was with a group of people and they were talking about Nelson Mandela for which the effect is named for. And she was like, yeah, he died in the 1980s while serving his prison sentence. And they were like, no, he didn't. He's still alive. And she was like, no, he died. And then, you know, I don't remember. I think Google was around in 2010. When did iPhones come out? Whatever. <laughs> they looked it up and he was still alive. And she was like, I distinctly remember learning that Nelson Mandela died. And she was not the only one. There were multiple people that are like, yeah, he died in 1980s and just while serving his prison sentence. Yeah, that's wild. That's one of the craziest ones. So these memories for those that are affected are not just like, oh, I think this happened. It's like 
distinctly remembering something like just like I mentioned earlier like closing your eyes and seeing it happen in your brain and you're like that actually happened that's an actual memory so when they find out that they remembered something incorrectly or it's it's not true they're <laughs> I wrote in my notes they are shook <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate that's the scientific definition it is it is it's the scientific definition you know they're very surprised um and just like you had mentioned before, it's a shared collective of the memories. It's not just like you falsely remembering something. It's like a ton of people that are like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. And it's not actually correct. Mm -hmm. So there are two kind of explanations for why the Mandela effect occurs. There is a more, I say physical, but not like physical in the sense of like physical touch or physical education, but like physics-based mm. explanation, which is kind of associated with the paranormal explanation. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a neuroscience explanation. Ooh. And so I'm going to start with, I know there's, it's so interesting. Yeah. I, I believe both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the paranormal, which I think kind of ties in closely with like the physics explanation is what Fiona Broom, as well as many other physicists believe. And that's the idea that it comes from multiple parallel realities or the multiverse oh shit um, i know right it gets crazy so uh, i'm gonna be straight up honest with everyone listening the only reason i know the term multiverse is from rick and morty so dude i was literally thinking that <laughs> i i have like i just started watching that show you did yes it's so good right it's so it's good so good and yeah, I was thinking about that, like, as you mentioned it, because like, a Alex is like also, and I am too, like, we're into like learning about woo woo shit. And he's also been like reading this book that's all about like dimensions and different la layers of density and beings and yada yada. And I've just been thinking too much about this shit. So I'm very happy that that's what <laughs> he you said really needs to come to Sedona. <laughs> no, we're planning on going to Sedona after your wedding. Like that's going to be part okay. of our trip. <laughs> okay, cool. Because I was like, we got to go to Sedona. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, <laughs> you guys will, if it's after the wedding, I will not be joining you because I think we might be going on a honeymoon. I don't know. We're poor. We're, we're not sure what's going to happen. And the universe might still be shut down. So <laughs> anyway, but the multiverse isn't. <laughs> but the multiverse isn't. The multiverse is still going to go. So essentially the basic definition of the multiverse that like me, a simpleton mind can understand is that it's kind of like Schrodinger's cat theory that all things are possible until you actually see what's happening. So mm. that theory, which if you know anything about Schrodinger's cat, sorry, I was um, burping again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so the idea behind Schrodinger's cat theory is like you put it, which this is a very basic definition again, and I'm sure people are going to yell at me and tell me I'm wrong, but Essentially, if you put a cat in a box, you don't know if it's alive or dead till you look at it. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> right. So it kind of reminded me of like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's in around, does anyone hear it? Right. You know, the theory is yes, but no one's around to prove it. So, right. So if the cat's in a box until you look in the box, you don't know if the cat is alive or dead. Um, so this was later developed by Hugh Everett III into the term parallel universes. Um, so I got a lot of this from a Discover Magazine article, which I will link to. Um, but in this article, MIT physicist Mark Teg Tegmark. Wow, I just realized Mark Tegmark. Okay. What, an, what an unfortunate name. <laughs> what, a, what a physicist name. Let me tell you. <laughs> so um, 
he and this is a direct quote because i could not paraphrase this it's too smart (laughs) (laughs) thank you mark tegmark but quote our entire universe may just be one element one atom as it were in an infinite ensemble a cosmic archipelago or archipelago archipelago (laughs) there you go (laughs) a multiverse sometimes called an omniverse would mean that there are just a lot just lots of extra real estate if it exists tegmark continued it includes parallel universes where you never get a parking ticket where you won the million dollar lottery where you have a different name where germany won world war ii where dinosaurs still roam the earth and where earth never formed in the first place i know i butchered that quote because i apparently don't know how to read (laughs) um but essentially what he's saying is like it, it reminds me of like the sliding door kind of idea Well, there's a movie called sliding doors where like it each choice you make leads to what you decide to do mm-hmm. but in another universe you made the other choice which led to the other thing which led to the other thing and it's just there's an infinite amount of resources or not resources there's an infinite amount of universes out there and an inf- right. infinite amount of timelines where you're doing different things so if you watch rick and morty that, that's why there's like the i don't, I don't know where you are in this series but there's the citadel of rick's which is yeah. where I, we, I Ricks come together from all the timelines, but like Rick C one four seven or the main Rick in the timeline doesn't agree with the Citadel Ricks. And- <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that premise just by itself. <laughs> I don't know where you are, but spoilers. Yeah, no, we're sorry. Coming up, there's a Citadel Ricks. <laughs> That's yeah. We I don't I don't think I've been watching it like in order. I just know that Alex explained like there was one episode that we watched where he was like, oh yeah, like something like, I don't know. There, there's been plenty of multiverse references already in what I've seen. <laughs> I know. And then there was a multiverse reference that I could not find from Rick and Morty. Like I literally Googled like multiverse quotes from Rick and Morty and I couldn't find the one I wanted. So I ended up deciding on this one, which is from the episode where Rick and Morty destroy their own timeline and have to that go to one. a different timeline. Yeah, and that's this the is, one that I saw. <laughs> yeah, and then Morty tells his sister, "I'm a version of your brother. You can trust when he says, don't run. Nobody yep. exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everyone's gonna die. Come watch TV." Which yep. is arguably one of the most famous Rick and Morty quotes to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, so anyway, I love Rick and Morty. Happy to talk about it forever. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. Well, we watched. Uh, we watched the one the episode where uh, they're like Rick has the interdimensional TV remote. Oh, interdimensional and, cable! Yeah, and so, so like Alex had to explain to me like, oh yeah, like they killed their themselves in another timeline because they destroyed the Earth in their original timeline. <laughs> and so they went to a different timeline where Rick and Morty die. They bury their bodies in the backyard and then take that place. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's like where you, he shows Summer like the, the graves in the backyard. He's like, do you see that? That's where I had to bury myself. And that's mm-hmm. where he says that quote. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so essentially this is really confusing. But it's basically there's a million different th- ways that different things could happen. Um, so Rick and Morty refer to a universe where Hitler cures cancer. Um, but it also reminds me of in high school, did you ever read, did Hobby ever make you read Words, Words, Words by David Ives? No. Okay, so that's a play, or I, I don't, I think it's a one act. I don't think it's a whole play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically where a bunch of monkeys are put into a research study with typewriters. And the idea is, is that eventually they will type out the words to Hamlet. Oh, shit. Um, 
So it's it's a really interesting. I actually, sorry, Hobby, I stole that book from you on accident, and I still have it, and I just saw it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> My <funny>. bad. <laughs> I will give it back to you eventually. Come Even to it's been Hobby. eight years. Yeah, <laughs> Charles, come to my wedding, and I'll give it back to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it um, yeah, the eventual goal is that the idea is that they'll all eventually type out the words to Hamlet because that's just because just eventually like all like the probability. Happens. Yeah, exactly. So super interesting. That's a really that's it's really funny. Um, like I said, I have it. I'm happy to let you borrow it. <laughs> I'll get it before hobby gets it. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the idea, which that's a really interesting one act. If you guys are like to read plays, I I enjoyed reading that one, but um, if you don't like reading long stuff, plays are the best option because you're done in like two hours. It's so true. And plays are really good. And once you kind of get over the, like, reading each character's line like if you're not used to it because that's something like cody hasn't read harry potter and the cursed child yet because he's like i can't get over like it's it says name and then the line and the name and the line and i'm like if you get over that plays are like a whole other world of literature totally (laughs) it's so great Mm -hmm. um but that is the kind of physics explanation um so in a different the idea is is that in a different universe or a different timeline mandela did die in the 1980s in prison Mm -hmm. um but some of these timelines kind of cross and so for some people they misremember it so in this timeline he died in 2013 but in a different timeline he died in the 1980s and for whatever reason there was a glitch in the matrix somewhere and and we misremember it. it as the one that happened in the other timeline yeah and so so cool it's so cool and then what's and i wrote this out too uh what's mind-boggling to me is that in other parallel universes or in the multiverse or and mandela could have started a huge race war or been a violent pedophile or never existed at all that's true yeah right because just like they said in that yeah like the people who are into like metaphysical stuff too like and and that like ties into a lot of 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 these these theories is like um if you can think of it it's possible Mm -hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean in this timeline or like in this universe but like basically if you imagine it then it exists somewhere because you wouldn't be able to imagine it if it couldn't exist yeah that's that's exactly how i feel like it could you know who's to say that's why like i don't I personally believe that there are aliens out there because there's too much out there we don't know for us to go, oh yeah, we're the only living creatures in right. the entire universe and multiverse. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Personal opinion, but say lobby. So that is the kind of physics paranormal kind of explanation, which once we get into the multiverse, I'm like, I don't know, man, if it doesn't have to do with like the human body there's a chance i don't understand it but, um, <laughs> and even that i don't usually understand uh for example we're about to go into the neuroscience explanation and um i tried my best to kind of like take it from like the medical knowledge to kind of the like more layman's terms mm-hmm. but it still was really complicated so i apologize <laughs> um but caitlin amott in a 2018 article from Discover Magazine, uh, which I'll link to is where I got a lot of this information from. Uh, she did really great research in it. And a lot of this stuff was actually really recent, which I was surprised. Because um, I'm really into trying to find at least articles and research studies that are from the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned this 
previous episode, but a lot of research studies are about 10 years behind medicine. So mm-hmm. like a research study published this year in 2020, a lot of times that research was beginning around 2010. Right. So just because of science and how and politics are and politics and you know like I do understand it because there was a lot of you know we have to go through those things to protect the rights of the people that are involved in the studies but yeah um and I I I agree but sometimes things are just bureaucratic and slow so that's Mm -hmm. just how it is that's why I like to get as the most recent information because even though 2006 may not seem that long ago that information could be from 2000 you know 1996 which was 20 24 years ago yeah so Anyway, so neuroscience explanation. Yeah. Yes. Um, So memory is essentially a chain of neurons firing. Neurons are brain cells, right? I'm sure you remember from biology, you have the like neuron that looks like a hand and you have the dendrite, which is the long body part. And then there's like a little tail at the end. Look Mm -hmm. up a picture of a neuron and it'll make sense. (laughs) You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, (laughs) But essentially, memories are consolidated in the short-term memory in the hippocampus of part of the brain, and long-term memory is stored in the prefrontal cortex. So short-term, the memories that are happening right now, what you're making, listening to this podcast, what we're making while making this podcast go in the short-term. And then if our body decides that it's important enough, it'll store it in the long-term in the prefrontal cortex. So think of it kind of like if you guys have seen Inside Out, which is mm-hmm. uh, a Disney Pixar movie. <laughs> which is how Ali explains everything. Yes. <laughs> I'm a pediatric nurse. I need everyone to know that. <laughs> so <laughs> basically she has all these memories and these little balls that go in her different parts of her brain. And that's kind of like long-term. Just imagine, you know, you can go pick out one of the balls and then look at it and say, okay, this is this memory. So like when you know, for example, two years ago, Allison and I were actually in Europe and Snapchat reminded me of that. Wow. Uh, and I know, right? I wish I was there right now. And, you know, <laughs> I, I was watching the Great British Baking Show while drinking coffee in our Irish host family's house. And I was like, you know, I close my eyes and you kind of pull that memory out and remember it and go, oh, yeah, that's what happened. So that's mm-hmm. long term memory. So similar memories are stored in similar parts of the brain. So your brain kind of categorizes different things so again referencing another child's show think of spongebob in that episode where he doesn't know what to do with anything and he's running around his brain and everything's on fire (laughs) yes (laughs) you know how there's like different file folders that he's going through Mm -hmm. so like each file folder for something different so like all of our europe memories are in one part of long-term memory and Mm -hmm. all of my you know theater memories are in one part and it kind of goes from there, but similar, mem- so similar memories. So let's say um, the example I'm going to go into is uh, refers to American history. So let's say all American history is stored in the same part of the brain. So okay. U.S. presidents, Civil War, Revolutionary War, Roanoke, everything you can think of is kind of score- stored in that one part of the brain. Mm-hmm. So when you when a memory is recalled, the weaker the connection is to the memory, um, or sorry, let me reread this note. The more a memory is recalled, the weaker the connection to the memory actually becomes because it's fired off so much. Right. So, so that's basically like the more you remember something, the more inaccurate the memory actually. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
So essentially you're taking the memory apart and putting it back together as you continue to recall it. But if you're recalling similar things, they go down similar paths, right? Mm -hmm. So two, the proximity of stored memories or because of these two things, proximity of stored memories based on similarities and new neurons being used to recall a memory, paths can get crossed. So essentially calling the memory from the same part of the brain and because of where they're stored those memories can get confused and you can remember something incorrectly so an example is a reference to alexander hamilton who is um most famous for the wonderful musical that land memo miranda wrote mm -hmm. but before that once upon a time he was on is he on the 20 dollar bill hamilton oh shit he's on a dollar bill in the united states oh my god this is I, embarrassing. This is so dumb. I, I don't think it's the 20 Hamill. I'm Googling right now. <laughs> People are screaming all throughout this episode. Yeah, they're like, Hamilton why don't you know these bill. things? Let's see. I think he's on the He's 20. on the five. Oh, 10. Oh, the 10. He's on the 10. Yeah. Then who's on the 20? I thought that was Jackson. I think you're right. Yeah. We really have Andrew Jackson on a dollar. Yeah, bill. dude. That's why they wanted to put uh, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, on it. right? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe we have Andrew. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we have Andrew Jackson on the dollar bill in 2020. Still. I know. Okay. Anyway. Cancel everyone. <laughs> let's, let's start over again. Maybe in a different universe, Harriet Tubman is on the $20. Yeah, bill. they actually followed through with that. <laughs> I think if I remember correctly, that changed once our political office changed. Yep. So, um, all right. So most people know Alexander Hamilton as a founding father. But because you learn that together in history with all the other founding fathers, people get confused and get their wires crossed and swear that he was a president. Right. Which actually Alexander Hamilton, which uh, was born in Jamaica. Yeah, he was born in one of those islands down there. I'm singing the Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, says, they just say in the Caribbean. In the he just says oh, it in the Caribbean, I think. Caribbean. Yeah. I know he worked on like sugarcane. Mm -hmm. A lot of my information on Alexander Hamilton comes from the musical. The musical. Thank you. It's a good source of information. He <laughs> it read is. That it's giant all accurate. Ass, yeah, you read that giant ass biography. Yeah. I still can't believe he was like, let's make a musical on Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I know, because the dude was kind of a sleazebag sometimes, but... Uh, he I mean, but so were all the founding fathers. I mean, yeah, let's that's be fair. honest. They all suck. Not all <laughs> of them. <laughs> I'm actually a really big fan of Thomas Jefferson, but... um. He was always my favorite president. It doesn't matter. Jeff so basically, <laughs> yeah, he wrote, you know, he wrote his own Bible. He just took out parts of the Bible he didn't like. He's like, oh I don't like God. this part. It's called the what? Jefferson Bible. It's and really that's good. why they call us colonizers, dude. <laughs> they were like, uh, well, he was way ahead of his time because, I mean, can you imagine in that time period being like, I don't agree with this part of the Bible. I'm just going to take it out. That's true. Anyway, so... Yeah, Alexander Hamilton, a lot of people think he was president, and they're like, I swear I learned in school he was president. Mm -hmm. But that's because you're learning about the founding fathers all at the same time. It's stored in the same part of your brain, and when it's recalled, it gets confused. That makes a lot of sense. That makes sense? Yeah. I think both of these things are totally possible. And I'm yeah. sure there's other explanations out there. These are the two I kind of focused on, mm -hmm. especially because I think both of them are just super fascinating. Like the idea that there's different timelines and different things and nothing matters and everything happens for a reason, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's such a cool idea. And like, in 
which your brain does make things up 100%. Totally. So just, you know, making things up because it thinks that it's okay. <laughs> yeah, the brain's then, just like, this is good for you. I'm going to put it in here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know your brain totally does that because it's trying to heal from trauma or it gets confused or whatever the case might be. The brain is fascinating and we only understand like 5% of it. So anyway. That's, those are the kind of the two explanations. Um, let us know what you think the explanation is. I'd be very curious to see what you agree with and what you don't agree with. Yeah. What you think is a load of crock and what you don't. So. And totally just like, I mean, I obviously think the interdimensional one is so cool. Um, like, and this is something I just keep, like, I, I, God bless Alex. He probably thinks I'm like crazy at this point because I just keep thinking about this shit. Like, I I got high one day and I was like, I figured out how time is a location. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, listen. So, like, indulge me for a second. So, like, I want to listen. If we're talking about how, like, um, le- uh, we're in a 3D world um, and they've proven that there are other dimensions above ours. Um, so the one like directly above quote unquote ours is, is the fourth dimension. I was like, dude, time. Cause like skewing this for a second, it's been proven that, um, if you go fast enough, you can beat time. Um, there's, there's like a calculation that proved that basically if you were to launch a, a spaceship off of the earth fast enough, um, like launch it to just kind of shoot out, you know, maybe go to Mars or some shit and you turn it around and bring it back fast enough. You could actually watch yourself taking off on that same ship. Like, it's like, like that, that mathematic equation exists and in like is sound in physics. And so I was thinking about that and freaking out a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, the fourth dimension is literally just like, if we look at a graph and we have the X and Y axis and that's like location and time, right? Like we consider, or excuse me, um, location and space. So like, you know, I'm in Texas, you're in Arizona. Those are two different locations within space. I was like, dude, time is just the Z axis. Like in the fourth dimension, time doesn't count as like, it takes time to get somewhere. It's just like the other coordinate to get you to a place and that's kind of like what I've been thinking about a lot lately which might not make any sense the way I described it but ever since I heard that they had that mathematic equation written and it's been proven valid like in the law of physics or whatever I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it so I'm super fascinated by the multiverse (laughs) I just don't it's crazy right but you would be beating the speed you wouldn't be beating time you'd be beating the speed of light yeah, but because you're beating the speed of light, you can like literally watch your own takeoff when you come back. It's like, but it's, it like shows that time and, and space are like interchangeable and it's not that space exists on a timeline. It's that they're like, they're two pieces of the same thing. So when you say, so what's the x-axis location? Yeah, let's just say the x-axis is, is, or like I was thinking of it more of like you have latitude, longitude, and time. Just if we're thinking about like on Earth's terms, um, latitude, longitude, time. So you have like the two coordinates that give you like the X or whatever okay. of the location. Um, and then when you add another dimension, which I always hated the graphs that had the Z axis, by the way. So I'm sorry to everyone who also hates math. Um, but thinking of it in that way, like Z is just time. It's, it it can be thought of as a location rather than as 
what we think of it as like a thing that passes no matter what, like it's treated as a location and that's kind of how it can work. I think I understand what you're saying, but I don't think I'm smart enough to really get it. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it too. I'm like, I thought of this and I think it's right. And I could be totally wrong. If someone's a real scientist out there listening to this, feel free to heckle me. But like, I want to know. Scientists. Yeah. MIT, are you there? (laughs) MIT, ringing, calling in a friend, please. Tell us more. Yeah. (laughs) Phoning a friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's super trippy. I don't know. When I think too much about that stuff, that's why I can only watch Rick and Morty in like small doses. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, my brain hurts. I need to go watch some Bob's Burgers. Totally. To like balance it out. <laughs> uh, which I love Bob's Burgers too. But um, yeah, there's, it's just when you get into something like this, it's like, it's so complicated. Why couldn't it be true? Yeah. You know, we don't, you know, there's a chance that our brain simply can't wrap our mind around it it, we can't wrap ourselves around it because our brain doesn't have the capability of understanding i mean people still think the earth is flat i know right genuinely (laughs) genuinely think the earth is flat but 500 years ago the earth flat because it didn't make sense that it was a sphere right so it is a sphere right yes that is the correct term for a 3d (laughs) ball (laughs) Again, she's good at science, yeah. <laughs> but not of the astronomical kind. <laughs> no, I could tell you about a lot of different drugs. <laughs> You're welcome. The health-promoting drugs, not the kind the, that I, I can talk about. <laughs> Which is actually really funny that you say that because my mom is like, somebody, somebody was saying something and fentanyl made the news. Um, yeah. Fentanyl does because people lace weed with fentanyl or whatever. And she's oh. like, have you heard of this drug, fentanyl? And I'm like, mom. Yes, mom. I use fentanyl every day. It's my favorite drug. <laughs> she was like, you give children fentanyl? And I was like, yes. yeah. If they're intubated and they're super sick and we don't want them to move and they need to go night-nights and not pull out their breathing tube, I'm like, night-night. Yes. Night-night. Push that fentanyl in. <laughs> she just makes you laugh because she was like, you use fentanyl? I was like, yeah. Yes. She's like, do you use ketamine? Like, yeah yeah all the time although the kids call ketamine special k on the streets apparently yes which i get because it makes you like hallucinate and stuff so i also yeah. like ketamine it makes you dissociative <laughs> yeah it, yeah it's an interesting one <laughs> it's a it's a short acting one it's more short acting than fentanyl is so mm-hmm. we use ketamine and it doesn't decrease decrease your respiratory drive so you can give a kid that's not intubated ketamine and uh like reset their bones or whatever anyway cool. that's cool stuff that you guys don't care about <laughs> <laughs> so um there's a couple different examples i mentioned deja vu and glitch in the matrix those are just like associated terms deja vu which i I'm not going to get into, but it's basically like the feeling that you've already experienced something, which I have experienced deja vu very powerfully where I'm like, this has happened. I know, like, I know what people are going to say before they say it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, me too. And and Cody experiences it too. And he'll be like, I had a feeling this is going to happen and I knew something happened. So I did something different. Yeah. Um, He's very cool. No, my mom, my mom does that a lot too. And she feels like she's having a deja vu. And I've started noticing more like, um, especially with Alex, like he's working on a bunch of different projects for some things. And he he was telling me about a new one like last week. And he told me about it again this week. And he was so excited because he was like, yeah, that project that my friend is working on, he asked me to like partner with him on it. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like you told me that last week. And he was like, 
No, I didn't. He asked me to be like a participant in it last week, but this week he asked me to partner with him as like a co-leader. Mm. And I had totally just like, not like whenever he was telling me about the project originally, I had just heard it as like, I'm co-leading this thing. Yeah. Well, partner and participate sound a lot alike to be fair. There's that, but I was just like, Oh, that's so interesting. Like, like his friend was planning on charging him to be a member in this thing. And for whatever reason, and he told me that, and for whatever reason, I just heard it as like, Alex is co-facilitating this thing (laughs) with his friend. And then when he got that offer this week, I was like, Oh, I already thought you were doing that. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, sorry, I was excited because I already thought it was yeah that's an interesting little phenomenon sometimes too i know and i want to hear your deja vu experiences because those are i don't have like a specific memory of like an instance it's for me it truly is like anything from um like certain shows that i've done like that would be like probably more memorable to me of like i just got goosebumps that you said that because i was in a I was, I think I was a little kid. I was living in Colleen, so I must have been less than seven or eight. Mm -hmm. And I was in a play that kids were in and I was watching it. And it was a short, like, I don't know if it was a solo or like a monologue or what it was, but it was somebody doing something on um, eating disorders. Like, I distinctly remember what she looked like and like what she was going to say and everything. And when I was watching the play, I was like, Oh my God, I've seen this report. And I like literally knew what she was going to say next and everything. It was the trippiest thing, but yeah, I've gotten it before with shows too. And I don't know if it's cause like we've studied them or what, which I mean, I was seven. It's not like I was studying shows on eating disorders, but right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember that really well, but listeners, if you have any deja vu moments, uh, I want to hear them. Yeah. Same with glitch in the matrix. So glitch in the matrix is not a scientific term. It's a um, urban dictionary Reddit term. Thank you, Reddit. <laughs> um, and it's just like an unlikely or irregular. So the example I got, I went into a little bit of a Reddit dive on this. And like the example that I can explain the best is like, there was a family um, and this is just from like a Reddit feed, but there was a family and the mom always took her kids to go see this OBGYN, like when she had OBGYN appointments mm-hmm. and they remembered the doctor and everything. And the kids would play in the playroom while the mom had her appointment or whatever. And then when the daughter was old enough and had to go see an OBGYN, cause she was having a baby, the mom was like, Oh, go see a doctor. So-and-so. And so they went to the same building and like, there was no fifth floor where the doctor was there. That doctor had never existed. What? Yeah. It was really trippy. And like all of, her, the mom and the kids all remember it that's so upsetting so that's kind of like which i think that can go along with the multiverse kind of thing where he probably that prob- doctor probably did exist in like another universe <laughs> that's so crazy yeah oh my god really trippy oh. so uh if you want to get freaked out google Gl- glitch in the matrix reddit and people will tell you the really crazy stories <laughs> yeah that's a lot what a what, an, what a wormhole to get into uh, not a great one. Don't do it at three in the morning. Uh, <laughs> there's also, um, uh, I was interested cause I was like, maybe Joe Rogan, cause he does everything has some stuff on the Mandela effect. And he actually does. Uh, he has a, I watched a like little, like a six minute YouTube clip where he and some guys are talking about like different examples of the Mandela effect. So, um, to the one that they talked about was, do you know that there's an arrow in the FedEx logo? Yes, I did. Yeah, so it's between the E and the X. And mm-hmm. if you look, there's a white arrow. And a lot of people don't see that, which that's just good logo just making, good I think. That's yeah. just good branding. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's kind of an example of a Mandela effect, as well as there is a swirly in the Ford logo. What? Like on the I'm S. I'm looking this up. 
yeah swirly Look it up. oh the little swirly thing yeah 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 but like sense. when i think of the ford logo i don't think of the swirly f no like not at all it. so yeah. yeah that's that's a literally just google joe rogan mandela effect and you'll see that <laughs> little video um but now we're gonna get into some examples and i there's a shit ton uh i got the examples i got from buzzfeed thank you and mental floss thank you <laughs> yeah mental, i don't know how but the mental floss article the link says most popular dog breeds <laughs> what <laughs> do you see that's so weird i see that yeah most popular dog breeds <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> we'll make sure that that's right <laughs> whatever that's funny um, so some examples we've talked about mandela dying Hamilton. Uh, the one I mentioned at the beginning of that episode is that Sinbad starred in a movie called Shazam, where he played a genie. Mm-hmm. That never happened. And like the guy that I was talking to was like, I know he starred in a movie called Shazam. I remember it. He's like, I see the movie poster in my head and everything. And it's just crazy because it's like, in this universe, that didn't happen. So you can think of it like the multiverse explanation of that, or mm-hmm. you can think of like the the neuroscience explanation because there was a movie called Kazam where Shaq was a genie. So like it could be him misremembering it, right? Mm, yep. There are other things, which some of these I think are just people misremembering it because of the way media portrays things. Right. So for example, everybody in Star Wars Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back, thinks that Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father, but he doesn't. He says, No, I am your father. Oh my goodness. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's a big one because so many people say Luke. Right? Yeah. No, in in my head, I hear him say Luke. Yeah. I am your father. Right? Yeah. But no, that's not right. And I recently watched Star Wars Episode Five because for those of you that haven't watched The Mandalorian, it (laughs) sinks you into a really deep Star Wars manhole. (laughs) And um, I recently rewatched it and he does. He says, no, I am your father. Another one is that the Monopoly guy doesn't wear a monocle. Dude, I swear he does too. Your notes say that, but I swear he does. Holy <laughs> no, shit. L- look up the Monopoly logo. The have a monocle on. And it pisses Yo, he does in my brain. Holy shit. Yeah, he doesn't have one. I know. Isn't that so upsetting? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's another one. Uh Jiffy peanut butter. I swear uh, that's whoa. What? <laughs> I knew no, there's Jiff. There's Jif, and then I think people are combining Jif and Skippy. I've never heard of Jiffy peanut butter. I've always had oh Jif gosh. peanut butter I've or the H E B brand. I've heard people call it Jiffy, too. I think it's because, but that's another one where I think it's people, the, the neurons getting confused because mm-hmm. it's combined of Jif and Skippy. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, and that's what makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is the line in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Buffalo Bill does not say, hello, Clarice. He says, good morning. Ooh, that, I know, one's, I that one's misquoted a lot too then. Yeah, that one's misquoted all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's one I definitely, I need to, I won't be watching Silence of the Lambs anytime soon, but it is <laughs> one watched, that I- Have you watched it? Long like time ever? ago. Okay. Long time ago, which, and now I want to watch it because I know it's based off of, um, Buffalo Bill is based off of Ed Gein. Uh, <laughs> yes. And I know a lot about Ed Gein mm-hmm. because he is super interesting and he's super fucked up so they last podcast on the left has a really good episode on him (laughs) oh my gosh okay i'm already like jumping ahead to your next one the fruit of the loom label doesn't or is not a cornucopia it's just fruit it's 
But I remember the fruit being in a cornucopia. Yeah, and I just Googled Fruit of the Loom logo and the top images are like comparisons of correct and incorrect because so many people misremember this one. Yeah, no, it's it's super common. That's funny. That's crazy. Um, some think the Mona Lisa is frowning. Actually smirking. I think she's yeah. smirking, but that's fine. Yeah, that it. one's not one that I've, yeah. This one I definitely understand. It's Berenstain bears. Oh yeah, Berenstain bears instead of some people. I even think of like thought it was Bernstein bears. Ah, it's like it's the Bernstein bears. Yeah, they thought it was Bernstein. It's not even Berenstein or Berenstain, but Berenstain's like such a gross name. Why would it be that? <laughs> I don't know. Berenstein makes way more sense to me, and maybe it's a twang thing because like maybe we said Berenstein in the South because maybe that's what us texans do yeah i don't know um mm -hmm. here's another star wars one um the idea is that c-3po is all gold when actually his leg is part silver when i see c-3po in my mind he's all gold yeah that feels like almost just a detail some people might not notice you know yeah i think so too see some of these i'm like i don't know if they're true mandela effects or just people being like oh i assumed that but when mm -hmm. you assume something it makes an ass out of you and me so <laughs> let's see if we can get that plug in every single podcast episode because i feel like we've already said that on another one <laughs> it's the it's the um definition of nursing <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> um Risky Business and the movie Risky Business with Tom Cruise um, in the scene where he slides across the floor in his underwear. He actually isn't wearing any sunglasses. And in my that's head, I like the most popular costume on Halloween, too. <laughs> I know. That's so true. Every frat guy. All of them, because they all dress <laughs> like that anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not that much different from their baseline. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how they dress all the time. It's like, what's my baseline? I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'll wear um, underwear instead of chubbies, though. <laughs> <laughs> um it's a uh, oscar meyer m-a-y-a-r not m-e-y-e-r i totally thought it was the ease i i in the logo i see the ease yeah i want to drive too. the oscar wire meyer wiener mobile too so one of my friends did trip. that for a year after college i think they made way more money than i make <laughs> probably yeah they crush it all right so set it's um sex and the city not sex in the city didn't know that okay i knew that one i think yeah i think but that's just another one where it's and and in sound a lot alike yeah especially when you're so, speaking yeah yeah or, or you know if you're speaking fast or whatever it, mm -hmm. that one kind of makes sense to me um the song we are the champion uh doesn't end with do you know in my head so clearly where he's like we are the champions and then it goes of the world yeah the actual version doesn't end with of the world interesting a although few, you you wrote that the live versions do sometimes some live versions do yes because yeah. um, i hear it in my head yeah i wonder I if just why. like i wonder if he did that maybe like in the um fucking what was the big like uh the rite aid concert oh, yeah i wonder Where if he, he wore did the it. white tank top with yeah. the, the band on his arm i wonder if he did it there maybe that's like one of the more famous versions of the song that's and, like that would be my guess yeah but yeah the recorded version doesn't or happen on there right aid fuck me it was like live aid or some shit it was not right aid <laughs> i didn't even correct you i know is it right aid like a store right like is a store yeah <laughs> <laughs> the no, thing no, that no. queen did where they helped africa <laughs> that thing <laughs> that one <Yay. laughs> 
the tip of Pikachu's tail isn't black. Okay, I feel like I've seen the comparison photos for this one. Did they change what he looked like throughout the progression I of the cartoon? do not know that much about Pikachu, so I don't okay. know. But Interesting. Because in my head, he has a black tail. Yeah. But I don't know. And then the next one is also Curious George never had a tail. Which that one I remember. I do remember but, that one. Yeah. Um, we have two more. Hang in with us. Uh, Kit Kat doesn't have a dash. Like in the, in the between in the, the Kit and the Cat? Yeah. Just one word. Interesting. And then the last one is another misremembrance of like a famous quote. Um, it's not mirror mirror on the wall. It's magic mirror on the wall. Man, that totally feels like one that a lot of people have just misquoted on other media too. That's, after, yeah, exactly. You know? That's what I think too. The ones that trip me up the most are like Oscar Mayer. Yeah, because um, you can see the logo in your head. Yeah, and the in the Monopoly dude not yeah. wearing a monocle. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell, dude? You know? I wonder if we're like mixing up because that character is a little bit like the Peanut character, like the Mr. That Peanut. Could, that could be it too. That would make sense. Yeah. I thought maybe because you know they do Monopoly at Safeway. I was like, maybe mm. that version, Safeway's version has a monocle. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know, but I remember him having a monocle very strongly. Yeah. So I, but yeah, those are just, there's a ton a ton of Mandela effects out yeah, there. Yeah, this truly is like a huge internet wormhole you can get into if you want oh, to waste yeah, you some could time. Just deep dive, which I love wasting time, especially right now when there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's honestly, it's let us know if you have any examples or any other memories or glitches in the matrix or whatever. And that's something that we could even do. I want to do as we get closer to Halloween, I want to do like spooky episodes where it's like, Ooh, oh, yeah. tell us your glitch in the matrix or like your ghost stories or something weird. Oh, totally. Share all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. By that point, we will actually be publishing these episodes. So we'll have, <laughs> yeah, have some actually. input. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for the Mandela effect. If you guys have anything you want to add, any stories, anything, feel free to reach out to us. Um, as of right now, it's our personal Instagrams, which you can DM us on. But um, we will eventually have like a show Instagram and Yes. Blog and and definitely stuff. an email. Um, all of that information is going to be in the show notes. So wherever you listen to this, you'll find all of the links and the contacts in there. Um, and Allie is at Tombsinator on Instagram and I'm at Allie Woe on Instagram. So Indeed. But yeah, reach out to us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Write, rate, review. If you would like, Subscribe. Please, please write nice things about us. We, I have a very fragile ego. So be nice. <laughs> I will be the one looking at the reviews and only sending Allie the good ones. So I think that's write, a really, really good plan. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to write a bad review, like only write it or like, let me know that it's bad. Like in the title, make it like, fuck you, Allison or something like that. So that way I know not to send that one to Allie. <laughs> She'll be like, look at what this nice person said. And then I'll show my mom and my mom will be like, oh, I wrote that one. Like, well, <laughs> it still was nice. It's <laughs> all that matters. Well, yeah, this has been All Is On with the Allisons and stay tuned we'll be back with another one soon thanks for listening guys peace out y'all bye